Hey everybody, this is Bray Burbage and welcome to The Secret Life of Wealth. In this episode, we're going to talk about true wealth and the four principles of true wealth. I'm so excited to go over this and we'll do that shortly, but hey, let's cue the music. There is no secret to wealth, but there is a secret life of wealth. My name is Bray Burbage. Come join us as we discover the people and influencers that live the secret life of wealth on, you guessed it, the Secret Life of Wealth podcast. You know, an amazing thing happened to me uh, when I was young. I remember looking around uh, at what my father had accumulated. At that point, right, we only had two drivers in my house, my mom and my dad. And I remember walking out and, and something struck me. It was so odd, right? I was there, I was young, I was with my evil Knievel wind-up motorcycle, I probably just incredibly dated myself, but nonetheless, I looked around and I saw that there was a station wagon, complete with no seat belts, folding back seat, so you looked out the back window as you threw up as you were driving. But the other thing that struck me is there was a Rolls Royce, a Jaguar XJS, and a BMW, and I don't remember what class it was, but I just remember thinking, why are all these cars here? And it was incredible to me because what struck me was, at that point, I thought, are we rich? And you put a big question mark, explanation point at the end of that. And I thought, we are. We are rich. That is incredible. And the sad thing about that was, is I think that is when, in my little brain, that I thought that was the meaning of true wealth, was a collection of stuff. So now I'm 100 years later, and I'm sitting here and I realize that that wasn't true wealth. Because shortly after that, we lost everything. And I remember going in and moving into one of my dad's rental homes. It was the last rental home he had. And I remember moving in there as a kid and being incredibly embarrassed because it was such a tiny home. Um, had a carport, not a garage. I know some of you are going like, oh, first world problems. But truly, it, it was just so devastating to me. And I realized at that point, we're not rich anymore. We're not wealthy. And I continued that cycle through my life, right? Is realized, it's just everything I gauged, I gauged on what stuff, as I'm doing my air quotes, what stuff you had. And it wasn't until just a short little while ago, maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, that I began to collect information on truly the wealthy, those who are wealthy. And I'm going to interview a couple of them here, uh, and I think you're going to find out the difference between people being rich and people having true wealth. But until we do... I want to go over the reason why this was so important to me. What was so amazing about this. And I'm going to write this down. I'm going to get this out to you. If you will email me or make a comment um, that you would like this, I'll shoot this out to you, uh, this outline to you that I have. But it's about true wealth and it's based on these four principles. And we'll touch on each one of those today. And then as we go through the episodes, uh, we'll dig down to them a little bit deeper. But true wealth is based on these four principles. Wisdom or knowledge, wellness, right, and that's health, worship, 
which can be a multitude of things, but essentially believing in something bigger, bigger than you. And then want, or I guess what desire is. And if I were to go through and just define those really quickly for you, it would be this. First of all, I would define wisdom as knowledge, right? Or, or what do you know, right? What are your gut decisions, as Simon Sinek would say? And if you ever get a chance to go watch him, uh, truly an amazing experience. Uh, it's, it's what I don't know, right? Wisdom is just as much as what you don't know as you do know. And then how often are you willing to learn? And what are you willing to learn, right? That's what makes wisdom rare. And it's being rare that makes it so powerful and so wonderful. It's made up of knowledge, experiences, uh, understanding. Wisdom would allow a person to make decisions, to offer advice, and, you know, quite frankly, to achieve the best possible outcome um, in any given situation, right? Knowledge is power. You've heard that, right? Knowledge is not power. Wisdom is power. Knowledge is knowledge, but it's understanding, right? Knowing what to do, knowing what not to do, watching your mentors. That's where wisdom is power, right? And we can go on to that. We'll go on to that a little bit, but let me talk about another one, right? Let me go on and I'll talk about wellness, right? Now, wellness takes a lot of form, and, and quite frankly, I'd be lying to you to tell you I've got this one down pat because... I don't. I don't. I struggle with a lot of this. Let's talk about just a few of mental wellness, right? You've heard this perception is reality. Well, sometimes your perception does become your reality. But I'm here to tell you your perception is not true reality. Your perception is just one viewpoint of a myriad of points, right? I had one leader, a religious leader, that we'd sit down and talk and we'd talk about issues that were going on in the neighborhood. And I would say, man, could you believe Mr. So-and-so is struggling so bad and, and th this guy put him in a bad position. And I remember he'd reach over and he had a coin on his desk and he'd turn that coin over. And he'd listen some more and he'd sit there and he'd turn that coin over. And after a couple of conversations, I'm going like, what, what are you, why do you keep doing that? He said, because just like this coin, there's two sides to every story. So every time I hear one side, I flip the coin over to remember there's another side to that story. And that's part of mental wellness, right? Is our, our ability to look at different realities and find the true reality, right? It's your inside voices, like James Olicher, you know, choose yourself. Be honest with yourself. Be true to yourself. Uh, it could be physical wellness. We're just kind of kind of move along here, but physical wellness. So this is something that I frankly have struggled with my whole adult life, right? Whether it's being overweight, out of shape, whatever that is. I've recently just started biking insanely hard. Well, insanely for me, for some of you, maybe a little wimp, but I've tried really hard. I struggle with what I eat. Right? I love my sugars and my pastas. If I could, I could stop by, you know, an ice cream shop. Um, I won't mention Baskin Robbins, but I could stop by there every day and fill up. Right? That's part of our physical wellness. How do we speak to others? 
right? How do we create our own value, right? Going from, from zero uh, in, in, in how we understand each other. One thing that I'm just learning, quite frankly, is the importance of sleep. You probably experience that after just a horrible night's sleep, that your mind's not as sharp as it's, it's harder to retain information, right? That's why, for me, and there's tons of studies doing this, but for me, as soon as my eyes open, I have to get my feet on the floor and get moving. Likewise, I got to get in bed and get to sleep, right? Staying hydrated on and on. There's all kinds of studies for that, right? Especially for the brain. Uh, let's talk about the fourth W, which is worship, right? What is your core belief, right? What is your core belief? Do you believe in a God that is uh, a right or a wrong? Do you believe in a mantra that leads you and guides you? Do you believe in karma? That the good that you put out in the world, you're hoping that some comes back? What is your core belief? It has to be something higher. It has to be in something higher than just yourself, right? And then when you determine what that is, stay true to that core belief. Dig in on it, right? Anchor to it. For me, worship has to be more than the worship of an item, right? Let's use money, for instance, because we all understand that. It, of course, this is the, you know, secret life of wealth. But it has to be more than money, worship does. It has to be family, uh, philanthropic endeavors, friends, ideas, right? For me, it's a lot of what is a higher desire, or quite frankly, a higher power in my life, right? If you've ever been through the 12-step program, you understand the power of that. Um, if you look at Og Mandino, the richest man... In, look, if you haven't read The Richest Man in Babylon, you need to go get it. You can get it in, whether it's on um, in Amazon or you can get it in Scrib or you can get it a lot of places, but you need to read that book, right? And then worship also goes along for me sacrifice, right? So for instance, in the book, Ogmandino, he talked about tithing, paying a tithe, right? For me, religiously, there's paying a tithe. There's donations, there's charity work, there's giving to others. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that worship, truly being wealthy entails a worship. Again, not in money, but in a core belief, and that can be in charity, the last W is want, right? It's want. And Clayton Christensen, who's, who I love as an author, right? Um, multiple, multiple books. Um, the Innovator's Dilemma, which is the classic, all the way down to, and I'm drawing a blank, and you'll have to excuse me, I'll put it in the show notes, but his latest one about Africa. Um, but in The Innovator's Dilemma, he talks about that nobody wants the drill. What they want is the hole. Right? What do you want? What do you really, truly want? Uh, the other day I was listening uh, to a YouTube video, um, and it was, I'm going to forget the name now, but I'll remember it in two seconds, I'm sure. 
Dean Graziosi, right? And I listened to him and he talked about uh, the levels, uh, the seven levels of why, right? It, it, the whole purpose of that is to ask yourself why. Why do you want something? Why do you want it to happen? And you go down, ask that question seven times purposely and honestly, and you'll get to your true want or your, your actual desire, right? What is that desire? What does that want? Is it to be better? Is the core, right? Back to that again. But is the core want to be better? To have more, right? Do you want to stretch for more? Uh, your want, what do you want to aspire to? What do you want to enjoy? Wants can be a myriad of things, but the difference in a want is that it has to be true to you, your core, and who you are. If you start to want things that are outside of your core value, and if you go back to that, you remember, right? One of the cores is what we worship, and it shouldn't be money, it should be family, and if you go back to wellness, right? There's physical, mental wellness. And you even go back to your wisdom. It's what you understand, what you know. Right? That's what your want is. What are those cores that give you that want? You just got to understand that. Well, those are the four. Right? There's more. We'll talk about more. We'll talk about these specifically. But just a summary of, the, of, those, of those rules right, is that these shape a culture of winning. Right? They shape your story. Number one, there's five rules to... Uh, is there five? One, two, three, yeah. I think there's five rules of a culture of winning. Right? And these four things encompass in those five rules. So here are the rules. Shape the story by using your four W's. Ask people about their W's. Don't tell them, ask them. Create leaders through using these four W's, right? Your wisdom, your wellness, worship, and want. Embrace failure. Usually we fail because we forget one of these four principles. And then lastly, hold each other accountable. Hold yourself accountable for these. So truly strong wisdom using your knowledge, understanding wellness, worship something higher than just the love of money and things, and have a deep want or a desire for those things which are core in your principle, and you will get wealth. I promise you will get wealth. Thank you. You've been awesome tonight. We'll look forward to the next episode tomorrow. And again, if you enjoyed, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, give me your suggestions. If there's things we're doing great, awesome. Tell us we're doing great. If there's things we're doing wrong, hey, we have thick skin. Tell us. Let us get better. We want to be here a long time. And we want to do the things that you want. Thank you so much again. Have an awesome, awesome day. And we'll see you tomorrow.